Hello and welcome back, everybody, to Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Enjoying all the encouragement I get from you guys, and uh, especially when you guys let me know that this is helping you through situations in life, and especially when you say it's helping you stay committed to being in God's Word daily. Will this podcast be enough if all you do is listen to this podcast? Is that enough of God's Word for you? No, it's not. That's not even what we're trying to do here. Um, What we're trying to do is point the way for you to begin to live in Scripture every day, just making it a part of your daily routine, the same as breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, so we never aim to replace your own Bible reading, but to come alongside it and inspire you and, and maybe show you a few just very basic rules of thumb and hermeneutics or the um, the discipline of reading and getting good information properly. And what's cool about all this is that behind it is God's spirit, that God is in the room when we open his word, which we're going to do right now to our verse of the day, which as I'm recording it today is Hebrews 13, verse 8, okay, the letter to the Hebrews Chapter 13, verse 8. And uh, reading from the ESV, it reads, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. All right. One more time. From Hebrews 13 and 8, reading from the ESV, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Uh, This is a great verse. um, Powerful statement. Very, you know, faith building, and it gives me hope even as I read it. But another reason it's a good verse for um, the Scripture podcast is it's going to help us look at context. So this is good news. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Good news. But we really, you know, if you think about it, we need more context here. In what way? Or why should I care? Or why is the writer to the Hebrews even bringing it up right now that Jesus is the same? Um, You know, I need more information here, especially for those of us who are newer to the faith. Um, It's good to know, but if you don't know Jesus Christ and you don't know what his life means or what his heart is towards those who trust in him, Uh, then this verse is, okay, all right, it's in the Bible, sounds good, but if we fill it in with the rest of the context, you know there's going to be more power to it. So go up to Hebrews 13 and 5, all right, and we get some kind of, you might call it closing instruction here, something along those lines from the writer to the Hebrews, and he begins this thought um, that, that he continues this thought that he's had throughout the entire letter to the Hebrews, the thought being Jesus is better than any other thing that we look to, uh, to worship, to trust in, to hope in, okay? Jesus is better. In the whole letter of the Hebrews, it, it Jesus is better than the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament. Jesus is better than spiritual visions. Jesus is better than angels. Jesus is better, okay? So we'll keep that in mind. And here he goes, kind of continuing that thought into how this should affect our lives. It says, keep your life free from the love of money. This is Hebrews 13 and 5. 
and be content with what you have, for he has said, who's he? God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Who else have we heard those words? In whose mouth have we heard those words as well? Jesus, okay? Jesus has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, verse 6, we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Now, verse 7 is going to say, all right, but what would that look like in real life? Or have we had an example of this? And the writer of the Hebrews points towards the leaders that this congregation that this letter was sent to, the leaders had had an example of what this looks like to trust Jesus Christ instead of money and other ways that we support ourselves. And um, he wants them to remember them. So he says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Well, what if it's different for them? Or can I trust in the same God that they trusted in? Well, glad you asked because that leads us into verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So verse 9, do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it's good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Isn't that good? So he... um makes a contrast here between because like I told you this whole letter Jesus is being contrasted with the old way of service in the temple which the bible says was just a foreshadow or a like a sign pointing towards this isn't it yet this is pointing towards the messiah who will fulfill what these sacrifices are for and so he's comparing Jesus to that in this picture of like Let's not trust in those shadows or the things that were meant to point towards Christ. Let's go outside the accepted camp. Let's go outside the accepted way of doing things where we'll find Jesus (laughs) and we'll find that city that's not made by human hands like all the rest of these cities that are letting all of us down. Let's go outside the camp where Jesus is and we will find him to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so this is a great word for us today. Um... I don't know what your experience is, but I, I know mine uh, from the internet, YouTube, uh, just the culture around me. I don't know that there's ever been more ways of doing things, of improving yourself, things you should trust in, things we need to work on, um, things we need to perfect, uh, things we're supposed to trust. I don't know that there's ever been a more divided time glutted with information than in my lifetime than right now you know and so a verse like Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever oh man what a what a tremendous relief you know what a tremendous relief um what hope that God doesn't move the goalposts every day (laughs) I don't have to oh now it's 
low cholesterol and oh but now it's more exercise but now it's no exercise won't help you but now it's you know save up money but not too much money and invest your money but not in this or that it's like oh my lord I, what am I going to do help me Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever and it seems like in our culture too there's never been a time of more offers of there's a different gospel there's a different way of doing this there's a different way of looking at the bible it's so good to know that back even in the first century here when the he- letter to the hebrews was written that that was going on then and that and the writer says don't be led away by diverse and strange teachings it's good for the heart to be strengthened by grace <laughs> amen so uh we can look to jesus uh the author and finisher of our faith and know that he's not changing, but he loves us. The last thing I would say is um, where do we see Jesus in these verses? And it feels funny to ask since this verse is directly about him, but still it's a good question to ask one thing. I'm sure there's many ways that this verse points towards Jesus's life and death and resurrection. But one thing that I think of, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. What's fun is when, from the time Jesus' ministry started, and he called his disciples to himself, till the day that he ascended to heaven after being raised from the dead, he was constantly telling his followers then, like, don't be afraid. Don't, you know, basically don't listen to the threats and, and disinformation of my enemies. They're always going to be doing this. They hate me because they hate God. And if you follow me, they're going to hate you. So don't be led astray. Don't be frightened. Don't wander off. Don't be deceived. You know, Jesus was constantly just saying, keep your eyes on me. Here's the way. I am the way, the truth, and and the life. Keep your eyes on me. And uh, when it led up to his suffering, he said, hey, don't let this throw you. When he was crucified, he said, hey, don't let this get rid of you. Um when he came back from the dead, he appeared to his followers, sometimes up to 400 of them at a time and said, Hey, I told you so. I told you I'm the same yesterday and today and forever. Nothing stops me, not even death. And when he ascended to heaven, he told the guys again, you know, Hey, do what I told you to do. Go, go into all the world and and tell my people about me and I will be back. I'm the same yesterday and today and forever. So Steadfast faithfulness has always been a hallmark of Jesus's um, ministry and character, and this verse um, gets that exactly, and so we can trust it. So Hebrews 13 and 8, good verse even by itself, but when it's reconnected to the discussion here in Hebrews, it's great. Hebrews is a deep book. You might need a little assistance as you read it, but uh, it's worth it. Good book. Um, powerful stuff from beginning to end, so I highly recommend it. And I hope some of our verses will lead us there again in the time to come. But in the meantime, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.